Hi, I'm Neil. I'm Veronica. We fell in love when we were 16. And here we are talking about what life is all about for us. Thank you for joining us. This is a Life Is Podcast with Neil and Veronica. Hello and welcome back everybody again to Life Is with Neil and Veronica. And we wanna wish you a happy new year, happy 2023. Uh, we're very excited to kick off the year with uh, a nice chat about something has been very instrumental for me. And I know that it was taught to me by Veronica. So uh, I will dive right into it where we're gonna to talk today about life is about prioritizing what matters. So any thoughts on, on that, Veronica? I know I have something I want you to talk about, but anything that comes top of mind about that topic? Lots. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Okay, go for it. Go for it. So I guess for me, there was a story that was shared to you early on in our careers um, that really gives a good perspective whenever you're maybe making a decision or you have something that you know, you may be leading you down a certain path. Um, so I'm going to share that story and analogy that really has become maybe one of our core values as a couple and as a family. Are you talking about glass balls? Sure am. Okay. So um, my one liner is that I always prioritize my glass balls. So this was actually an analogy that was shared with me by a friend, as you mentioned. And it was when we actually first moved to the city that we're in now. And it was a new workplace. You know, we had been working together for a few months. And uh, she was leaving the program. And she told me about this analogy. And it was about prioritizing your glass balls. So, you know, she had some life circumstances happen to her. And she really reflected and realized, wow. There are certain things in life that, you know, if you're picturing yourself juggling a whole bunch of balls in the air, because we always are. And she was talking about how some balls are made of glass and some balls are made of rubber. So, you know, every individual has different things that make up either the glass balls or the rubber balls. But the whole premise of it is that, you know, the glass balls are the things that are really important to you. Because when you are juggling a whole bunch of balls in the air, you're going to have to drop some of those at some point, right? And you might have to drop them momentarily. You might have to drop them forever. Um, and you kind of decide, but you, you're going to have to drop some of them because we can't keep too many balls up in the air at once and do a good job at all of that. So the ones that you're going to drop are the ones that are made of rubber because you know that those are going to bounce back. You would never drop a glass ball because it would never be the same. So, um, you know, building on that. So as Neil mentioned, like as soon as, and I, I get like very, I feel like those are very like impactful things, right? You all know how I feel. I think at this point, if you've listened to all the podcasts about how much a quote or a story or anything like that really has a big impact on me. So, you know, I said that to Neil and actually when she was leaving the program, she gave us all a glass ornament for Christmas and it was like such a beautiful thing. And it was a reminder. And she actually said, this is a reminder to take care of your glass balls. So, um, you know, as the years have gone by, something that I learned that is also maybe like an adaptation or like building on that 
is that sometimes we juggle balls in the air that don't even belong to us. And how many times do we take all of those on and add them to all of the ones that we're juggling when most of the time they're not another glass ball? So frequently, I think it's multiple rubber balls that we're taking on that aren't even ours. So, you know, give those back to the people that they belong to. Um, But that's kind of that analogy. Yeah, it was, I don't know. I think it was very transformational for me. I didn't realize how much it was at the time. It really did change my mindset in a big way um, when you told me that analogy, because at the time, I was in my first uh, job out of uh, school and it really was, I had my priorities wrong because the industry that I was in and the jobs that I was working from, and again, we'll rewind back to when we're 16, you've seen me from day one have a priority on um, what was my job or what I was doing. And it always took precedent over anything else. And I was really uh, eye opening moment when you're like, you're going to need to hang on to those glass balls because you don't want them to break. And, you know, at the time we were, you know, starting trying to start a family. And, and then as time moved along, every career change I had, and I think we just talked about this the other day is every career change I've had, I've been able to cut back on the time commitment that I need to do that because I know where my priorities are aligned and that's with you and our family and our core community. And so that story, that analogy has always stuck with me. And now that I'm in a leadership position in my current role, I always share that with people and I make sure that they realize that their family, their priorities come first before the job, right? Like your job will always be there when you come back. And that was what you said. Your job will always be there when you come back. And again, like the rubber balls, right? And you need to make sure that you're pouring yourself into what matters most and that what gives you the energy, what gives you that fulfillment, whatever that is for you, you hold on to that so tight. Um, we even took this a step further when, uh, and I'll let you tell a story. We signed up for a glass blowing class together. And um, I don't know, like maybe you can tell me the story about how, like, do we decide to make, two glass balls before we went, or is that something that just happened? I don't remember. No. So, um, the, the class was predetermined. They were paperweights. Like that's what we knew going in. Yeah. They're called, well, they were called paperweights, but you know, it was very symbolic because I just had it on my desk all the time. I don't think I ever actually used it for its purpose of being a paperweight, but that was a really cool experience. Yeah. So we signed up for a glass blowing class together And, um, you know, actually reflecting back and looking at them now, I I did this just about a year ago because I shared this with some of my friends because I was sharing this analogy to some of like the newer people that had come into my life. And, you know, because I always say like one of the core things about me is that I always prioritize my glass balls. And some people were like, what do you mean by that? 
And so I had that visual of, you know, the glass blowing that we went to, we made these paperweights, but what was really cool. And I guess I said this before of like, you know, sometimes you just find meaning in whatever, whatever you can, whatever you can hang on to that is meaningful for you. And, you know, it's like, um, like just, just the way that you see things in the different perspectives. So looking back, I mean, we went for the glass blowing class before we even had children. And I'm sure we'll get into this maybe in another podcast, but Neil and I had like a lengthy journey in conceiving and starting a family. So we have three kids now, but it took us almost four years to conceive our first. So we never actually thought that we would be able to have children. Um, and now we have, you know, our three, our three lovely children. And so this was before we had children, but now looking back on it, each of our paperweights actually, they had three flowers in them. And we were like, whoa, that's neat. That was really awesome. So, um, yeah, so we went for the glass blowing class. Um, I don't know if you had anything to say about that, but I wanted to go back to something that you had mentioned, but I don't want to veer too much. So. No, no, I I just wanted to like touch on that story because no, no, because I feel like it really solidified that meaning for us. Like, you know, when you believe in something and then you put it into action and then, you know, you, Mm -hmm. you even do something that, is in alignment with that which just so happened to be like making something together in a really creative format i really feel like that for me in my stage of my career really just solidified that meaning for me and and now it's a permanent symbol like around our home and it's always just a quick reminder um, because sometimes you know you steer a certain way throughout the day or throughout a week or a season um, but then you glance at it and you're like, yeah, I know exactly what that means and why. So that's, mm-hmm. I just wanted to go over that story because it was so cool. So yeah, you go ahead and tell your story, I guess. Well, I think having a visual reminder is so powerful and so meaningful. And, uh, you know, sometimes it can be as simple as a sticky note, a blank sticky note even, and you can leave it somewhere and it means something to you, but it reminds you, you know, same thing, like you can wear like an elastic band around your wrist and it means something. Um, and so, yeah, we had the paperweight, I had it on my desk and it was a reminder for me because the list can be endless of things to do. I mean, if I really wanted to finish everything, I think that I, I don't think I would ever stop working. So I think it definitely is that integration and, you know, where possible, where your circumstances are, uh, it all, I guess sometimes it all depends on whether you can, you know, leave promptly when you're supposed to or not. But that was my reminder is that I can finish whatever I need to tomorrow. Now is my time to go home to my family. And that's something that was really important to me. And, uh, you know, as you mentioned, I think you said that, you know, you had your priorities wrong at some point. And, and I think that it wasn't necessarily wrong. You were dreaming, right? And I think that there's a lot of amazing things in that too. And it's all about perspective. And I think like you are such a hard worker and you put in a lot of hours at that first job. And I don't think that it was wrong at the time, right? Like, I think we had a lot of conversations about that and, you know, is this for the long haul? How do you feel about this? And I think that was in, you know, another podcast that we had talked about is you just have to like reassess and how does it feel for you? Is it the right decision or are you, you know, taking those steps towards where you want to be? Like, where's your focus? Um, and what you mentioned, like be where you are, you know, if you're at work, get that work done, you know, be in a hundred percent. And then when you're with your family, be with your family a hundred percent. So. 
Yeah, I guess, yeah, wrong or, or maybe not be the correct word of choice, but I have done a lot of reflecting on that first career journey. And there's no doubt I learned a lot of great skills, a lot of great work ethic um, and put in a lot of time there. Uh, but I feel that my my journey has come so far where that was a there was a lot of external validation with what I was doing and you know I was able to say oh, I I worked in this industry or I worked so many hours or whatever the accomplishments were but now where I'm at is really about the internal validation and knowing that I'm doing things that make me energized and happy and doing things that continually making me feel like I'm growing and giving because I came across that quote uh, over the last couple of days where there's a difference between success and fulfillment, right? So fulfillment is when you're always in a state of growing and giving, right? And success can be defined by so many different things and it can be extremely external. And I feel that that part of my journey with prioritizing my glass balls and what really mattered to me. And really, I don't think I had ever thought about it, right? Like it wasn't everything. It's not something. And, you know, you've come across this too. When you tell somebody that analogy, it's a major, major, like aha moment. If you've never heard it. And it's just, I really wanted to talk about this today because heading into a, a, a new year and for those who haven't heard this before um i'm hoping it just resonates with you like it did with us and you can really just under like understand what glass balls you want to hold on to so mm -hmm. um yes that's I wanna... go ahead go ahead no, go ahead love i lost my thought <laughs> No, I just mean, I also like wanted to touch on what you were saying about, you know, being, being where you are and, um, you know, just having that presence because the task list, like you had touched on, will never be done, right? You will always have, like, as soon as you get to zero emails, one will come in. So it's, again just knowing that you've accomplished whatever you need to accomplish for that day and and then going home to what matters most to you um and i really feel that you know i think like when it came to like taking time away from work like that was always the biggest you know hurdle was like you know for me it was like oh i can't take a sick day or i can't take because you know i remember back when we were getting engagement photos and i don't remember if you knew how uh, or you remember this so we were getting engagement photos and i had come down with a very bad like i don't know what it was something going around <laughs> and i was completely like wiped off my feet but because i had my priorities misaligned not wrong misaligned I didn't feel like I could take a day off work so what did I do I went to work and I was pushing myself and continually working 
And I remember you having to take care of me in the hours before our engagement photos to make sure that I was able to like go to them. So I don't know if you have a perspective on that incident that I was thinking about the other day. Well, I mean, we could have canceled them if we really needed to, right? Like, I think if we if we thought about something like that now, we'd be like, okay, you know, your health always comes first, especially in light of myself, my health, and my wealth of 2023. Um, but we had, you know, a friend who was a photographer who had come in, like, nine-hour drive or something like that. And we were like, okay, like, can we make this work? Um, and that was, like, the most... Ill, I've seen you in a very long time. So for those of you that don't know Neil, he doesn't get sick very often, but it just so happened. And, you know, sometimes I think when you don't take that time or where you don't take that time for yourself and you kind of, you know, before it's too late, like I saw a really good image the other day of how, like, would you actually let your phone go to 0%? And there might be, you know, a few of you out there that would, but usually when you get to like 15% or like whatever the phone setting that you have is for low battery, you know, it's like panic mode. Like I've seen people like running for plugs before and, you know, you plug your phone in to recharge and it was a really good visual of like, wow, we would never let our phone go to 0% but we would let ourselves deplete as as like like to zero i would say sometimes before we would take a rest right like sometimes our body forces us and it's like uh uh you are not getting out of bed today <laughs> you know and like that happens um and so yeah it's about definitely like taking care of yourself and um definitely prioritizing and what i was going to say earlier is there's a lot going around now right New year, new me. You all know how we feel about that. We want to throw new year, new me in the garbage. That is ridiculous. I feel like there's, you know, you have to acknowledge who you are today. Like, I understand that there is a clean, sometimes, you know, January 1st, it's a new year. It's a good launching pad for if you, let's say, if you did want to do new year, new me kind of thing. But I mean, you don't wake up and do a 180 all of a sudden, but if it's the motivation that you need, I think same thing as what I said before, you know, you kind of grasp onto what resonates with you. And if you need that launch pad of January 1st, go for it. But also it's about being kinder to ourselves. And there's a lot of things that are floating around about prioritizing. So I think it's a great topic for today and making sure that you prioritize your glass balls, whatever those are in your life. Yeah, I agreed. Um, it's just, I, I, I can't explain how much that has, I guess, become a core value um, for me and us. Um, and I really want to pass it along to our, our kids because I really feel that I could have used that early on um in my journey um just to just to you know have that anchor for whenever uh, a career choice came by a life choice came by right it's just that anchor for you to know that okay when i'm making a decision do i have all my priorities or what is my priority 
top of mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm really, I'm really glad that, you know, that was shared with you so early mm-hmm. on in our lives or in our career, because um, I, I, I don't stop thinking about that uh, and a lot of things that happen. And is it a true priority for you? You could almost do the glass ball analogy with the priorities. Is it a glass priority? Is it a rubber priority? Is it, is it one that's really for you? Or is it one yeah. that you think that other people think that you should have? Because so often, just like we take on those rubber balls from other people, I think often we can fall into that trap of thinking that something is a priority for us when it's not. And I really like what you mentioned before about success and fulfillment, because um, there's so much in you know value and purpose and meaning and fulfillment and you know what feels good and giving back. And it's interesting because success, like there's definitely like a, a positive connotation to it as well. But there, you know, when you and I, are, like when we reflect on this, there is a lot of external aspects to it. And it's almost like sometimes there's these check boxes, but like, let's say, for example, two people are going to embark on the same program, whatever that might be. Let's say it's a program. Um, you know, the feeling of success and the measures of success might actually be different, even though they're going through the exact same program, because the variables are different. The life circumstances are different. Um, where they started might've been different before they actually started, let's say that program. And so like, what does success feel like for somebody? And what is that fulfillment of that aspect of like thought success? Yeah, 100%. It's just a lot of, uh, you know, again, analyzing your priorities and making sure, like you said, you're not carrying other priorities. And I think that was a great addition I don't know when that came along. Uh, I don't know if it was over the past three years where, um, you know, things were always uh, in fluctuation with the pandemic that um, carrying others' priorities because, mm-hmm. it, it, again, like you said, it's a great addition to what is already um, something that can change people's perspective in a big, big um, 180 almost. Mm-hmm. It was when I was explaining like what the glass ball analogy meant and that story to somebody. And I actually said that it was in a voice message. For those of you that know me, I send a lot of voice messages. And I said, along with that, I was like, you know what, actually, sometimes we carry balls and juggle them in the air that that aren't even ours and we need to give those back. And um, it was kind of an adaptation to, as you mentioned, like, what feelings are actually ours and what aren't. And that was a realization that I had where we can often feel guilty, but it's not actually guilt, right? It's, uh, it's like other feelings. And I learned like, sometimes I actually have to just like push that back to that person who owns that feeling. And we tell that to the kids a lot too, is, you know, like if you want to feel disappointed or if, if it feels, you know, bad for you in that moment, that's a, that's valid. But do I have to own that feeling? I mean, I mean, I'm not talking about the kids in that situation. <laughs> I'm talking about more like, you know, that friend or 
that is might be, maybe disappointed that you can't go to a certain event or whatever that is, right? And they're allowed to feel disappointed. That's okay. But that doesn't mean that you have to carry any guilt that has to go along with that in a sense. So kind of the same thing. It's, you know, pushing back and giving back what doesn't belong to us. Absolutely. Um, do you have any other stories that you wanted to share before we uh, wrap up this first episode of the year? None that come to mind. Watch in like 30 seconds. I'll probably have an aha moment where I take I a breath. I want to give you the space because at the, end, at the end of every podcast, I feel like some ideas flow in. So I just want to make sure that um, if you do have one, because for those who always listen to the end, Veronica's uh, wisdom always shines through right before we have to sign off. So uh, I'm getting better at checking in to make sure that there's not one last um, story or uh, thought that comes through. But um, I just wanted to say thank you, uh, well, for sharing that analogy with me because I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful that we, like I said, got that early on uh, in our careers because um, heading into this year, uh, I always like to make sure that uh, priorities are aligned between you and I, between the family and, and what we want to accomplish uh, professionally, personally, and uh, as a family. Um, so as we wrap up this last episode or this episode, uh, I wanted to say thank you. Um, we've, we've been actually been able to see some, rankings let's say of <laughs> our podcast on certain platforms and this every time you you're 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 just like i can't even believe this because we honestly just started this like we said to share ideas with each other and our close community um you know we we posted a video on our instagram yesterday of you know saying happy new year as we um were getting ready to celebrate new year's eve with the family and the uh, outpouring of support even there about cheering each other on because that's really what this is all about is I'm cheering on Veronica she's cheering on me we're supporting each other and then we're uplifting this community that we have so I uh, just wanted to say thank you again for every uh, everybody's support uh, and everyone's keep uh, coming back so any last thoughts before we're done well thank you everybody again for joining us we look forward to uh, having another episode later this week and uh, have a great day.